I don't know if you guys have heard the word on the street, but apparently leaving a review on this podcast rockets you to the top 1% of the world's smartest people. I'm just kidding. I can't vouch for that, but here's something I can vouch for. Your feedback matters to me. And if this podcast has helped you in any way, I'd really appreciate if you could take 15 seconds to drop a review. It's your words that help shape this podcast. Let's get into the episode. I hope you enjoy. I asked her if she wanted to continue on and she said no. And I immediately asked her, what's wrong? I was genuinely confused. I was lost. I was just trying to understand because it went from everything was great to now she was upset. Welcome to the Influencer Secrets Podcast, where we explore the true nature of social media and equip you with the vital tools, insights, and wisdom to help you become the best version of yourself. Your journey to reclaiming control of your reality begins here. In this episode, I want to talk about how I navigate misunderstandings in relationships, specifically how I navigate misunderstandings with my long distance girlfriend, Sid. Last night, Sid and I got in a little fight and I want to share it with you guys, not for the sake of me wanting to tell you everything about my personal life, but because I believe you guys need to hear this so you can understand that one, Sid and I are not perfect, two, I make mistakes. And three, I do my best to learn from those mistakes. And I want to share all those things with you guys today. If you don't know who I am, my name is Cole Gonzalez, also known as Coral on social media. I have over 6.5 million followers across all my social media platforms. And I went from being out of shape, not confident, and having nothing going for me to now having a massive social media following, being in a financial position to step away from the social media fame to give you guys the raw, unfiltered truth about social media. I'm now able to build my first business, Asa. And I'm overall more motivated, more fulfilled, and in general, more competent. And that is a byproduct of all the experiences which I've had, positive and negative, over the last five years. And this podcast is an accumulation of all the experiences, all the lessons that I've learned. And I'm here to share those lessons and experiences with you in hopes that I can help you solve as many of your problems as possible. So thank you for being here. Let me give you some context to what happened last night. Anyone who is new here, if you don't know... I have a long-distance girlfriend, and her name is Sid, also known as Sydney Siegel. She also has a large social media following, and we used to do staged relationship content on social media. Anyways, as a side note, if you haven't noticed, I've been reposting my old social media content with Sid to show you guys that people just still gobble it up mindlessly. But that's a whole nother conversation. I'm sure if you've been listening to the podcast for long enough, you know the reasons why I'm doing that. And if you don't, go back a couple episodes and listen to why I went back to my old content. But anyways, Sid and I are long distance. I live in California. Sid lives in Chicago right now. She's going to school out there. And last night, we were on the phone for maybe around an hour. Everything's going really well. I had had an amazing day. She had had an amazing day. And we were just hanging out, talking. I actually ended up surprising her with some cookies. And she was really grateful and really sweet about it. And then I ended up eating my dinner. She had her cookies. And then we were about to get into bed. But before we got into bed, I was sitting on my PC doing a little bit of work. And she was asking some questions about how to use ChatGPT for specific uses. The specific thing that she wanted to know was how can she use ChatGPT to search the web or have updated information? Because the current model that OpenAI has trained ChatGPT on only has information up to, I believe, September 2021. Don't take my word for it in terms of the month, but I know it's 2021. So it's not updated on the current information on the internet the last two and a half years. So whenever she gets links or hyperlinks within ChatGPT, sometimes they're wrong or sometimes it gives inaccurate information. So she was asking me, is there any way that I could fix this so I could use links that actually work or be given links by ChatGPT that actually work? And if you don't know what ChatGPT is, simply put, it's a language model 
that you can talk to. It's considered AI, but it's not really AI because it's a trained model that essentially just predicts the next word that it's going to say based off of your input. But anyways, I'm assuming that most people at least have a general idea of what ChatGPT is. Continuing on with the story, I helped Sid solve that problem. And then I showed her something that I was working on with my business. And I was going to show that to her. And right as I was about to show it to her and we were talking, she asked a question about something else. And I asked her, what's the use case? And she took that in a way different way than I meant it. And she asked me, do you mean how am I going to use it? And I'm like, yeah, what's the use case? And when I said that, she thought that I was trying to be sarcastic or annoying. And then she wouldn't tell me what the use case was. And I was thinking to myself, why are you being this way? What is wrong? Why are you upset? We've had an amazing night. Everything's going well. What could possibly be causing this problem right now? What could possibly be causing this attitude? Because I asked her if she wanted to continue on, and she said no. And I immediately asked her, what's wrong? I was genuinely confused. I was lost. I was just trying to understand because it went from everything was great to now she was upset. And I kind of probed at her, which I probably shouldn't have done, and I was asking her what's wrong, and she definitely felt pressured. But at the same time, she was gatekeeping information from me. And this is the main thing I want to talk about today. Communication within relationships is so, so important. You always have to be asking yourself, what information am I working with that the other person is not? And in this moment, Sid perceived what I was saying a certain way. And I even told her after we eventually dealt with this situation and we moved on last night that I have absolutely no problem with you perceiving what I said in a way that I did not mean it. That's okay. I'm not saying you're wrong for feeling that way or for thinking that. What I'm saying is that you are wrong for switching up and then saying you don't want to continue the conversation and then not communicating with me why you're upset. Because from the start, if she would have just said, hey, I'm not sure why you're being mean to me, or I feel like you're being mean to me for no reason, I would have said, oh no, I'm not being mean to you. That's that's literally just what I say. But she perceived me being sarcastic by saying use case because it's just something she doesn't really hear, which seems stupid, right? But it's not because when I repeated it back to her as well and I said, yeah, use case, she felt like I was kind of attacking her in a way because she said, you mean how it's used? And I said, yeah, use case. And you may be listening to this and being like, she really got mad about that. And the thing I ask you is, have you ever perceived something that someone said as them being malicious towards you or trying to annoy you? But in reality, it's just how they were being. They weren't even, they had zero intention of upsetting you or annoying you, but you just perceived it that way. So that was just a little moment where she thought I was trying to get under her skin. And then the context of the situation, the larger scope of the context was we were just having an amazing night and I was about to show her something really cool. And then all of a sudden she totally goes in this shell. And I'm thinking to myself, what is going on? I'm lost and I'm trying to get to that information, but she's gatekeeping it from me. And I'm not saying I handled it the perfect way because like I said, I kind of probed at her and I pressured her to try and tell me. So that probably was not fun either. But the reality is, is that whenever an individual within a relationship or even within a business gatekeeps information from you and feels a certain way and doesn't communicate that, that's what leads to problems. Hey, Cold Army, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you could spare a moment to leave a review, it will help us reach and inspire even more people. And if you know someone who truly benefit from this episode, please take a few seconds to share it with them. Your small act of kindness might be just what they need to conquer their day. Now let's get back to the show. For example, if you're in a business, let's say you're working at a restaurant and your job is to clean the restaurant and you clean the table really well and your boss walks by and he says, What are you doing? Clean the table better. And it's spotless. And you're thinking, what do you mean clean the table better? It looks great. It's clean. It's clean. It's spotless. 
But what the boss actually meant was put a certain scent on it, the lemon scent that you missed. But he doesn't say that. He doesn't communicate it. Now, that employee has resentment towards the boss because the employee feels like he did everything he could and the table looks amazing and it's clean and it's sanitized. But the boss is thinking to himself, how does that employee not know what to do? Why doesn't he have the lemon scent on it? He's so dumb. Stupid employees can't do anything. When the reality is that if the boss walked by and said, hey, I think you forgot to do this, or hey, I don't know if you meant to do this, but it seems like you forgot to add this lemon scent. And I don't think you meant to forget, but I'm just making you aware. And then the employee will be like, oh my gosh, you know what? You're right. I'll take note of that. It won't happen again. You see the difference in the conversation. Same thing goes for relationships. I almost think of it like Sid and I are each other's bosses. And this is a great way for me to think of it because I am a leader of a company and I have employees. And I can never just assume that they know. I always welcome feedback from them. And I create a culture of feedback because if we are unable to communicate with each other as humans, we are not at a point where we have Neuralink chips and we can read each other's minds. So if you are unable to communicate with your partner or with your family or with your friends and you just assume that they should know, it's going to breed very unhealthy relationship. And that's one thing I also want to talk about. When I was talking to Sid after we sorted this out, one of the reasons that she said she did not communicate with me and instead of doing so, she said no when I asked her if she wanted to continue to solve that problem is because she said, well, she felt this way about it. And because of that, she felt it was her right to totally step out of the situation and She didn't owe me any explanation because she felt that way. And I said, no, I disagree. That's completely the wrong way to look at it. Because if every conversation that you're in or any conversation that you're in, whenever you feel a certain way or you perceive someone to say a certain thing, you believe it's your right to completely shut down the conversation and then not tell the person why, what is that really going to lead to? Problems, arguments, because that person has no idea why. So while I completely understand that she perceived what I was saying a certain way, I told her, we need to be able to communicate. And listen, let me just say, I am not the perfect communicator. And I know I'm highlighting this specific situation and argument, and it seems like it's leaning more towards Sid. But I'll tell you where I messed up too. I messed up by pressuring her too much to give me the information about why she was upset. So that led her to not wanting to give the information even more. And then after the conversation went on, we ended up basically saying, let's get some space and we'll talk tomorrow. But then I thought to myself, why do we need space? Why can we not just get through this? And that was because of my ego. Because I thought about waking up the next morning and then having tension in the relationship and thinking, I really cannot just say, you know what? Yes, I don't agree with how she'd handle this. But all I can do is reflect on my mistakes within the scope of this problem and tell her I'm willing to move on. And I just hope that you can become accountable for your mistakes. And I sent her a voice message this morning and she just texted me because I heard my phone buzz. And the reason I know it's her is because I'm on the West Coast and it's about 5.30 a.m. right now. And I know no one else is texting me and I just sent her a voice message right before I started recording this podcast. But anyways, I basically told her, I apologize for anything I said following the first thing I said that you perceived wrong that upset you because there were some things that I said that upset her. And I said, I do not apologize for saying something you perceiving it wrong, but I do apologize essentially for anything I said after that that upset you as a result of me trying to understand why you were unwilling to continue the conversation. I told her I can only be accountable for my mistakes in this relationship, and I can only hope that by doing so, I can set an example for her to do the same. Because who am I to talk if I say, oh, we need space? And I create space when we can just solve the problem right there which is what we did last night. And we ended up falling asleep on FaceTime and we were all good. But my point is, whether you are the man or the woman in the relationship, it doesn't matter. 
you need to hold yourself accountable. Communication is everything. You can never assume that your partner just knows how you're feeling because they should. And I strongly dislike the word should because should assumes this entitlement of you should know. And well, you're my partner, so you should know. Or you're the employee, so you should know. Anytime you catch yourself saying should, typically that sentence is fueled by ego because it's based off of false expectations you've created in your own mind. If you cannot verbalize those expectations to your partner, if you cannot communicate to your partner meticulously in terms of exactly what you want in a relationship and where the problems are arising and how you feel about how they're saying things, how they're doing things, or how you want things changed, that person cannot read your mind. And if you assume that they can, the problem is you. Because you are working with information which they are not working with. So I want to bring this full circle again. What is the big lesson that I learned or the big lesson that I've been learning? Whenever there are problems within a relationship, especially an intimate one, ask yourself, what information are they working with that I'm not working with? Within the realm of this conversation that I had with Sid and this argument, she was working with information which I didn't have. And she withheld that information from me, which led to an argument and a small fight that could have been avoided if she immediately was verbal about what was bothering her, but she wasn't. Also, we've learned that just because someone makes a mistake to start off an argument in a relationship or to start off a problem, that doesn't mean it's always their fault because you, as the other individual, can always handle it better. And I can always handle it better. I'll be the first one to say that. And the last part really is you have to be accountable of your own mistakes and you have to lead by example. How can you expect your partner to be a great partner if you are not a great partner? One thing I told Sid last night because I wanted to make her extra aware is that I will never ask something of her that I'm not asking myself. And she should never ask something of me that she's not asking of herself. So my advice to you is whatever you're asking of others, lead by example and do it yourself first. Because there's nothing worse than someone asking or telling you that you need to be a certain way within a relationship and they're not even doing that themselves. I'll see you in the next one, Coral Army. Thank you.